That's News to Me is a Twisted Dreams comedy production. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast News to Me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's News to Me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say. Welcome to That's News to Me. I'm Mookie. And I'm Erica. We scour the internet to find funny, weird, absurd news stories to blur the bad, depressing, boring stuff and hopefully bring a smile to your face. We're so glad that you joined us for another episode. If you wouldn't mind, help us continue to do what we love. You can support us in three ways, none of which involves your money. We ask that you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share us with your friends so we can continue to grow. And leave a five-star review so that we know you like what you hear. Shall we get started? Yes. Erica, my first story comes from Detroit, Michigan. Ooh, Detroit. Rock City. I did Dick's Detroit is called? Ooh, did I say Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) Detroit. It's called Rock City? I don't know. I thought it was. I've never, I didn't know that. My wife is from uh, Detroit area. I didn't know that Detroit was called Rock City. Yeah, Detroit Rock City. It's um, it's uh, music. Kiss. I think Kiss had a, a rocks. Anyway, sorry. No, no, tangent. that's fine. <laughs> no, the, go on the tangent. That's fine. That's I, that's why I, we're here because it's news to me. I don't. I, I know it's Detroit Rock City, but I don't know why. I huh. feel like oh, it's a a teen comedy film. I never saw it, but it's a song by Kiss. Detroit Rock City. Huh. Is Kiss from Detroit? Um. That is a good question. Where is Paul Stanley from? Paul Stanley. He talks like this. I'm Paul Stanley. Manhattan, New York, so no. Oh, okay. So they just made up a song about I guess they just really liked Detroit. Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, Detroit. I really didn't mean to call y'all Detroit. I I love the city. It's great. Anyway, all right, so this story comes to us from not Detroit City, but Detroit. I don't know. I've never been to Detroit, but I like Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit's where I like to be. <laughs> it's not a land that I want to visit, but, I, you know, I, I, I won't go at all. I'll just stick around the outskirts. <laughs> I'll peek in and see what's going on in there with you. Yeah. Make sure you're safe. <laughs> just peek behind the curtain. Just peek behind the curtain. Well, this story involves a man by the name of uh, Cornell Alexander versus the state of Michigan and Detroit City. Cornell Alexander said he was shocked when he was pulled over for a traffic stop in the early 1990s. The officer arrested him, telling him he was being arrested for being a deadbeat dad. Mm. When he appeared in court, Mr. Alexander told the judge he didn't have any children. The court told him to find the woman. They also gave him an old address for the woman. When he couldn't find her, he was told that he had to pay the child support. So he went to the home. There was no one living at the address. So because he couldn't have it, he didn't have any proof when he went back to court, the, the court forced him to start paying child support. Oh, my gosh. So. And this only, was back before the Internet, right? This was, yeah, really? This was, this was in the 90s. So the Internet, you were still like. Yeah. Like, you know, the dial up service. Yes. yes. Yeah. You've got mail. Yeah. So he had no way of finding out what was going on. So he was working 
they didn't, he didn't pay. They just started taking. Garnishing his wages. Yes, garnishing. No, no, no. They didn't garnish. They took it. Oh, They dang. started taking this man's money. So he continued to investigate. Uh, he later learned that while he was in prison uh, for a crime he committed as a teenager, an ex listed him as father on the application for welfare benefits. So it was someone that he used to know. Not even an old girlfriend. I thought it was a girlfriend, but it wasn't. Just someone he knew. And she listed his name on the birth certificate and the application so she can get welfare. Oh, shady. Very shady. Very shady. But, I mean, she probably thought that nothing would come of it. Like, a they're not going to pursue crime. it. Yeah. Yeah. Victimless crime. Hey, he'll never know I'm going to get welfare. I'm going to move on about my business. Well, little did she know he was looking for. Oh, uh, so can you, I, I've never had to apply for welfare, so you you can't apply, or, or maybe you get more money if you're married. Is that? I don't know. Do you? I think I think maybe it's a, it depends on how many kids you have. Yeah. But maybe in this, I think every state is different. Probably. So I'm thinking maybe the state, uh, state of Michigan, said that you have to list the father. Mm. That was a way of getting the state's money back or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but. Once he found that out, they they were still they still continued to garnish, as you say, his wages and I, steal as I his say, wages. They just took his money. They took this man's money without having any proof. Well, he kept going back to court, and they arrested him again. This time, they were going to keep him in jail. Period. And uh, a lawyer by the name of uh, Shakita Harris, I, I believe I'm saying it right. Hmm. She uh, took his case after seeing it on television. Pro bon, pro bono. Mm-hmm. For those that don't don't know what pro bono is, that's free. She was that's like very generous of her. Yes, she took it on free. She was like, "This is very shady what they're yeah. doing or whatever." So she began to help him. So they went out. They found the woman, took the test. Of course, the baby is not his, his because again he was locked up. And so they went back to court. They cleared him, but they took over one hundred thousand oh dollars from this man. They would not give it back to him. <gasps> they told him they had to get the money back from her. Yes. So he looked at them and said, how am I going to get the money back from her when she's on welfare? She doesn't have money. You all took the money. And and she didn't get $100,000 worth of welfare. I was going to say, did, that, she, did she? So they, they took his money, I would presume... They gave it to her. They took at least part of it, yeah, to her. But they said it was court fees and other things. Oh, that he never. mm. He he was never the father. He was not around. Did she? Was she the one who filed for child support in the first place? Yes, yes. So I do. It's all her fault. It is her fault. It is. I do. I do think she deserves some time, or I'm not going to say time. She did. She deserves a record. Yeah, and she she deserves to to work to pay him back. Yes, yes. But, so the state, the lawyer got the state to pay him back. They only gave him $36,000. So he's still fighting to to recoup the rest of the money. 30 years later. Yes, yes. He's still fighting to recoup that money, over $100,000. Dang. I mean, you think about it, you, you, you go to jail at a young age you get out you start working you turn your life around yeah and 
you have to fight this as well. Well, not only did he fight it, but he took on the state of Michigan as well to change the laws. Good for him. So his himself, the uh, lawyer, uh, Harris, uh, Esquire, <laughs> they went on ahead and they took on Michigan. And they're getting the laws changed. I, there's, you know, some bills they're getting passed. Mm -hmm. they're, they're working with the governor now in Michigan to continue to get these things passed and so that men are not taken advantage of like this. Yeah. At the same time, he's still trying to get his money from the state of Michigan from his wages being garnished for being a father of a child that he's not even the father of. Dang. The man, at the time, the man didn't even have kids. That's just, you know, that's what's so scary. Somebody's just out there living their life, minding their own business, and something that they didn't even, somebody just went out of their way to mess up his life. Yes, yes. I mean, it's like, it's like being hacked without being hacked. Yeah. It's, it's like somebody stealing your life. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm take all the money out of your bank account mm -hmm. without even coming up with a password. I, I don't have anything on you. I'm just going to, all I have to do is write your name down and boom, it's done. I, I feel really bad for this man that yeah. he had to endure this. And luckily, he had a judge the last time he went to, to court that said, I am not going to put you in jail for this. I'm going to let you continue to fight. And that's when everything kept happening in his favor. Yeah. Minus the, minus the money situation. Because they were going to send him for, for real. Truly a blessing that a lawyer would step up and say, hey, I'm going to do this for free. Mm -hmm. No one, t I just saw it on television. Yeah. Because it, it became big news that this man was about to go to jail for not even being the father of a child just because a woman put a name on a piece of paper. Because otherwise he's got a public defender. They've got a thousand different records that they're trying to work through. Yes. They're just trying to get the easiest way out. So they'll probably be like, why don't you just say you're guilty? Yeah. You, say you're it's just yours. Pay. pay you know, just, yeah. like, just $20,000 is over. Go to jail for on. 60 days or whatever. It's on your record, but you're free of it. Yeah. You know, after you do your time. That's the worst part. And, and the justice system is not set up to be the determinant of right and wrong. That's what sucks. The justice system is set up to to compromise or to get one party to agree yes or no. It's not set up to decide what's right. Right. And that's what sucks. Yeah, it really does. And this whole time, she was never going to court. Of course not. She didn't have she's a reason. She's still free. She's still she's free. She was never going to court. She, they didn't ask her to appear for anything. Could I wonder if he could sue her for like could he press charges against her? I believe he did. Good. I think because he had I think they made him. Mm -hmm. But now his beef is more I say beef. It's what's for dinner. It's what's for dinner. But yes, his his, his big thing is with the state of uh Michigan because of the laws and he's had like I said he's had a few of those laws changed but that's great. For him, it was too late. He's trying yeah. to fix it for other people. Well, it's good that he didn't just bow out and leave. It's very altruistic of him to take it on and fight for the people who might be after him. Yeah. I, yeah. And if it were me, I, I can't say I would think about everyone else. I'm right. like, y'all took $100,000 from me. My <laughs> black ass need that money. Right? You, I, that's what I need. Yeah. And this man has the, the wherewithal to worry about everyone and changing laws and getting his money back. But yeah. he's... He's happy now. So if you Google uh, Carnell Alexander, you'll see the stories because there are plenty of them out there. Yeah. Well, uh, good just, for him for, for fighting for what's right and getting things changed. Yes. Yes. And to the woman who put his name on that paper. Ugh. I curse you. Um, mm -mm. She's given all of us women a bad name. Yeah. yeah. All I mean, us baby mamas a bad name. Yeah. And if she, if she needed financial assistance... The state of Michigan should not make it that hard to where you have to have a father's name down there. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, if she was putting it down there so she could get a little extra money, shame on her. Yeah, shame on her. Like, I would, you know, that's something I would like to know mm-hmm. why she did that. Like, why wouldn't she put the wheel farther? But then there's, sometimes there's some stories out there. Like, you hear stories of people pregnant by people. Like, it's like, I'm embarrassed because I was taken advantage of. Or Yeah. Yeah. There's some stories like she probably, I, I don't know, but. Who knows still, why she did it? Who knows why? But I feel bad for Courtney. And yeah. I hope they settle his debt. Yeah. Because I have, I have family who has applied for welfare before, but in various states. But I don't know the details that go. Like, I don't know how you do it or, you know. Yeah. If it's required that you had a daddy for your babies. Yeah. A daddy listed. Yeah. I, I wish I could apply for welfare right now. <laughs> Fuck it. I just, I mean, seriously, let me, let me get a card so I can go to the grocery store. And I want to eat lobster and steak every oh, day. I know. But I can't because they tell me I make too much money when I look at my account. I'm like, damn, I'm barely living. What's going on? Yeah, you pretty much have to have zero, like negative zero, negative anything these days. There's, it's, it feels like the people who are between, like there's, there's fine and wealthy and then there's, I've got negative nothing. But the people in between yeah. are the ones who just need a little bit to yeah. help out. Yeah, and, and we, we get no help. And there's, there's more of us. Yeah. There's more of the working, the considered the working class citizens. That's right, yeah. And we get no help or yeah. whatsoever. I remember when Rick and I first got married, we had negative money. I don't remember when we were looking back at our finances a couple of years later, we were like, how did we, how did we scrape by? Everything was red. Yeah. We had no money. And I remember the first year we did our taxes together, he had all of his student loan receipts because mm-hmm. we were told, keep them all because you can write them off in taxes. So we kept everything, and we walked over to our accountant's office and we or our tax person, and and it was like the, the simple, easy form for taxes, but we wanted to make sure that they were done correctly and we didn't mess anything up, so we paid. We like saved $100 so that we could have somebody do it for us. Yeah. We had to put it on a credit card because we didn't even have that much money. Yeah. So she did everything for us, and she goes, you can't write these off. Like, you can't get wow. a, a tax credit for these. And it was like a gut punch. And we were like, what do you mean? I mean, it was like $1,000 a month that we were mm. paying for his student loans. And so she was like, yeah, you make too much money. I mean, we were maybe making 60000 We had a brand-new baby. We had a three-year-old. Yeah. I mean, it was just hard. Yeah, I, the lawmakers... I know uh, stimulus time came around. It was like, oh, give him $600, give him 1200 And I'm like, man, and to hear some of these people say that, oh, they should be able to live off of this for a few months, a couple months, three months. I'm thinking, who the hell are these Well, that's the, the people? people that are making those decisions aren't the ones having to live off that much money. Right. Like, they're, they're spending that much money on dinner. Yeah. I'm a like, car ride. Yeah. A limo I, ride from one place to another. I'm, I'm like, you don't get it like you you don't connect with the rest of america the yeah. working class citizens yeah the people making the, the decisions are not the people who are living in that situation just like the people who are making decisions on, on health care are not the ones using the health care that they're creating yes so you want it to really be good health care okay require that all the senators and all of the congress people get on that that health care plan yes. then it'll be good yes and, and people were not getting political here because i am talking about both sides so just no I'm not picking sides. I'm talking about both of you, both sides. As a libertarian, I feel well equipped to <laughs> to bash both sides. Ba- go ahead and bash them. Bash them. Bash em. Okay. Bash em. But anyway. But that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Mm-hmm. We're here for the funny. We're here for the funny. 
Yeah. Well, good for Cornell. Is it Cornell? Yes. I hope he continues to fight the good fight, and he's doing good work. You're doing God's work. That's right, and I hope he gets his money. I do, too. 36000 He paid over 100000 Come on. He needs interest on that money. He does. And a gift card uh, to Amazon, a, a nice good one. Yeah, then he can get what he wants. You know That's what? Right. Just pick out what you like. And get you something. Get you something You know good. what? Get you a car seat so you can be like, I don't have any kids, but that car seat is for the fake one I had. Right? This car seat is my $100,000 baby. That's right. Well, so my story is going to take us on a little bit of a, a turn. Okay. I got this information from my one of my very best friends, Shanna, who lives in the wonderful country of Florida. <laughs> And she, we love going to Florida. We are going back to Florida on this one. She sent me a link from Orlando Sentinel. I also got some information on news-journalonline.com and YouTube. So we've all heard of mud wrestling, jello wrestling, you know, all that. Have you ever heard of coleslaw wrestling? (laughs) No, I have not. No, I know. I'm saying wrestling. It's my country coming out. It's how I say it. That's how I pronounce it as well. There is a bar in Daytona, just outside of Daytona Beach, Florida, called the Cabbage Patch Bar. (laughs) And every year for Daytona Bike Week, they have a coleslaw wrestling event that it goes back to 1926. So it's been going on. The origins of this whole event have a long Pass. 1926. 1926. So back when Winnie the Pooh came out. Yes. Pooh was around and being born right here. A lot of things were happening. Wow. In 1926. The Luznar family, L U Z N A R, Luznar family, started what would become the Cabbage Patch Bar. A man named Joseph Spotnik started it. So he, I think, immigrated from somewhere somewhere, I don't know, to Florida and started this general store. And then his daughter, Olga, inherited the store from him once he passed away. And Olga turned the store into a tavern in the 1950s. The tavern became frequented by bikers who were in the area because there wasn't much around. And and Bike Week is really the only draw or was the only draw to that area. So all the bikers, when they would come for Bike Week, they would stop in and it was kind of a, a rough, a rough spot. But then Olga died in 1986, and her nephew, Ron Luznar, took over. In 1990, Ron said everyone else was doing mud wrestling, and he wanted to stand out. So uh, one thing to keep in mind, something that is very important, is that when Joseph started the general store, wherever he immigrated from, cabbage was the thing. Okay. So he brought all this cabbage, like he started growing cabbage. So he had all this cabbage growing out in the back, which is why they called it the Cabbage Patch Bar. It has no relation to Cabbage Patch Kids, which would be super cute. And here in Cleveland, Georgia, they have the Cabbage Patch Hospital where you can go watch Cabbage Patch dolls be made. I don't know if you know anything about that, but it's super cute. I'm sure you have with Maya. But this is no relation to that, even though in my mind there is a relation Anyway, so back in the 1990s, good old Ron wanted some draw to keep people coming. All the bikers, as Bike Week kind of took off, and then they had different, like, splinter events. So they would have, uh, I think they have Black Bike Week now, and they have other bike weeks. So everybody, when they come, Ron wanted a draw. So he would have, and still to this day has, cabbage 
coleslaw wrestling. <laughs> so Ron died. He died in a, a car accident, but his son Roger now continues the legacy. Mm. So they shred every year 2,000 pounds of cabbage with oh. a Don G- uh, John, John Deere chipper. <laughs> And they mix it up with 10 gallons of vegetable oil. And this event draws crowds of up to 15,000 people a year. So the contestants are generally scantily clad women of all shapes and sizes. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, all shapes. When I say, like, all shapes. All you have to do to get an idea of who might be involved in this event, go watch TLC. Go watch TLC. You've. The people on those shows are pretty much the same types of people (laughs) you're going to see in these wrestling events. You can also go to YouTube and watch, watch various matches. So it's a double elimination thing. So it's tournament style. It's tournament style. They come to play. Um, You have to be 18 or over. There are rules. So no biting, hair pulling, scratching, kicking, or punching. Everything else is good. Um, there's rules. There are rules. <laughs> so clothes might come off or they might get, you know, switched around. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You're wrestling in coleslaw and vegetable oil. So, you know, um, winner gets $500. So there's some incentive to come out on top, literally. <laughs> I would think it would be more than 500 But okay, I'll, I'll take it. Right? So the, the, the one that I watched on YouTube I mean, it was a parade of tattoos, meth, daddy issues, <laughs> sunburns. I mean, it's just, it's a sight. I would highly recommend everyone go check it out on YouTube. A typical Florida party. <laughs> the one that I watched, a very classy lady named Angela was the veteran. She was going up against a newbie named Angry Beaver. <laughs> who was about half her size um an angry beaver won oh surprisingly i mean my my bet my money was on angela all the way okay but angry beaver pulled it out i need to i'm I'm gonna have to watch youtube tonight please do please do i mean it is and they have people who they have women who go every year and this is a thing for them and they you know they win several years in a row, and they try to dethrone each other. One was named Pumpkin, mm. and the, uh, there was another lady. Who, With these names, I'm imagining the shapes. This is yeah. This is great. Um, Honey Boo Boo comes to mind. <laughs> you know, you've got Pumpkin, Lil Bo. You got all kinds of people, but yeah, there is some women. You can tell meth was on the menu the night before like Mm. they maybe had that for dinner and then woke up and snorted a line of coke and then they were like i'm ready let's do this a couple teeth missing yes not you know a dentist would would be really helpful (laughs) maybe ringside um but yeah it's it's uh what kind of person am i uh because i want to see this you need to see this i actually i want to watch it on youtube but i want to see it live yeah we should see it live Mm, this I feel like this would be a great event to hang at. It would uh, be very eye-opening. I have some people in my family that oh. would, if they haven't competed in this, I'm sure they would. <laughs> I'm really sure they would. I think we should rent a van, mm-hmm. get those family members of yours. Mm-hmm. We drive them down there. We'll put them up Super 8. 
Yeah. Go to Fancy. Yeah. They leave the light on for you. They leave the light on for you. <laughs> oh, no, that's Motel 6. Okay, we'll stay there. Okay. We'll stay there. We'll stay there. And uh, we'll feed them. Yeah. Because I'm sure we pull Pull co- pork. Pull pork with co- mm. coleslaw. That goes together very well. It does. It's real good. You yes. mix it all up together. Oh, put it on a, come on now. Yeah. Put it on a Hawaiian <laughs> roll. It's even better. Oh, so good. That's too, this Hawaiian roll sounds <laughs> a little too fancy for what's going on. <laughs> In Daytona. This <laughs> Sorry, we got to put it on a slice of white bread. Yeah, we, we need one of the bread. <laughs> a sunbeam. We need one of the bread. A yeah. Sunbeam. My dad used to sell sunbeams. <laughs> it went on hamburgers. Yes. Everything. You knew that, that money was tight when my dad pulled out the, the sunbeam white bread for burger day. Yes. I was like, Dad, this is not a burger bun. And he was like, it's like a patty, Erica. It's a patty melt. I was like, that's not what this is. <laughs> It's a patty melt. He loved patty melts. Oh. Anyway. Uh, he would he would love this. Yeah. So we should we'll post the link to the Angela and Angry Beaver competition. Yes. Because I think everybody needs to see it. <laughs> now, does the angry angry beaver does it peek out at any time? No. She this angry beaver was wearing um like a little Bikini briefs, okay. little cheeky bikini yeah, briefs, yeah. you know, okay. and they were snug. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she she looked like she's done some sort of fighting before, oh. or maybe CrossFit, or like <laughs> one of the contestants. They interviewed her, and she was like, "I do CrossFit." <laughs> um, <laughs> did she look like she did CrossFit? Mm, this was a this was like a I, I couldn't see her. It was a okay it was an audio, audio thing, okay. yeah. They have ring girls. They mm. have girls that walk around like uh, in in little bitty bikinis. Wow, wow. Uh, there's so much I want to say about this. <laughs> One, I don't want this episode to go on forever because I could just talk about this for a while. <laughs> Two, I don't want to sound creepy. But <laughs> oh, do it. No, that's I what we're for. <laughs> I don't, don't want to sound creepy. Like no. I no. went in this vortex of of craziness in YouTube watching the various matches. I mean, I I think my husband felt a little bit abandoned (laughs) for a whole Saturday because I was just watching bout after bout of, and they've got, they've got a referee Mm. that makes sure it's like everything is, is good. And make sure that those rules are not being broken. The the rules are being adhered to. Mm. And you've got to pin somebody for three arms, three arm waves in the coleslaw. Yeah. How deep coles- is the coleslaw? It's only like ankle deep. Okay, so it's, you could drown somebody in this coleslaw. I guess you could if you like squish their head yeah. face down in it. Oh, that's death I mean, by coleslaw. Could you imagine the coleslaw in the holes Ew. and crevices in your body? Like, hmm. Oh. That's you know it's probably yes. They they said you they said the the contestants will have coleslaw all over them. Mm. I'm so glad that they don't put mayo in this coleslaw. Me too. <laughs> then it'd really get everywhere. <laughs> get, it, yeah. 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 And the smell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so after we finish recording, I'm going to let you watch. I'm going to let you watch the uh, the competition, and then we'll talk about it next time. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned the next episode. That's right. Where you will get my review of the coleslaw Mookie's wrestling review. match. That's right. And then I also have a story about... A presidential anus, so. <laughs> now that's one hell of a tease. <laughs> it's not Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that, that's immediately where my mind went. I knew it would. That cigar. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it doesn't involve Bill Clinton or his cigar, so oh. we're safe. <laughs> well, I'm now looking forward to the next episode. Uh, ladies so, and gentlemen, Erica. I didn't know. I didn't even know you could put cabbage in a John Deere chipper. <laughs> I guess you could. You could put anything. People have put humans through a chipper. Oh, that's true. So, oh, you just went macabre. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, so yeah, cabbage. I could see that definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I gotta watch the video because it's like, is it a is it a pool? Is it a kiddie pool? Is it a it's not a kiddie pool. It's up on a stage, and they've got... Oh, it's on a stage. So is it just, it's one ring. From what I could see, it's one ring, but they might have different rings set up so that they could have, like, a round-robin tournament yeah, style. Because how many contestants did you say? I don't know how many they had okay. this, ta- this past time, but they have some that come every year specifically to compete, and they've got other people who show up for it, and they're like they get super drunk, and their friends and family talk them into it. Mm. Um, but I, the, Erica, if there's an entry fee, fee for this, <laughs> I'm a man. I, I, I feel like this is something you should do for free. Like I'm volunteering to do this. Yeah. If I'm applying and paying a fee to participate in a coleslaw wrestling tournament. Something's wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's a fee. All I know is that the winner gets $500, yes. which it looks like these people are really excited about because they fight hard. They fight. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Now, me as a consumer, if they told me I had to pay $25 to get in to see this, I would. Yeah. Because, again, I want to say, Lisa, why not? I've, I've paid $25 for what worse things. Yeah. What's some twenty five dollars for some coleslaw? Okay. And and uh, what's her name? Beaver. Yeah, Angry Beaver. Angry Beaver. She. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. I want to see Angry Beaver body slam somebody into some coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Now the the chick she was fighting. She couldn't body slam. I don't know <laughs> many people that could, but you know what? She. Yeah, I gotta watch this episode. Yeah. I, do. I really do. Yeah. They both they both fought the good fight, you know. They both put their heart and their soul into it. They left everything in that vat uh, of coleslaw. The vat of coleslaw. They uh, let me get a vat of coleslaw. They sure did. So yeah, uh, everybody at Bike Week next March, y'all go down to Daytona to the Cabbage Patch Bar and see if you can start training now because the competition is fierce. Uh, I don't have a bike, but I really want to go. We should go. Yes. My mom's been to Bike Week before. Um, Vicky? Vicky's been. Yeah. Sweet, graceful. Not Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. Who yeah. was she down there with? She used to have a Harley. Ha- Vicky had a Harley? Vicky had her own Harley. What? Mm-hmm. She sure did. Now, that's a problem. Now, I, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever meet Erica's mother and you see this sweet woman, you would not think, Harley Davidson rider. No, my mom is a graceful Southern lady. Yes. You would not think chaps and now she did wear pants under her chaps. <laughs> so she was, she had couth. Okay. Okay. You know, no assless chaps for Miss Vicky. Oh, did you ask her about this uh, Coast Law? No, I match? should. You should. Maybe she was there. She might have been. It, I, I would hope she was just there to 
visualize it. I hope yes. No, Miss Vicky would not have fought those. My mom would have <laughs> prayed for them. <laughs> honey, honey, you know you don't have to show your body like this. You, I need you to ask because if she's seen it, we need to, the next episode is going to be with Vicky. Oh yeah, and me. Vicky talks Cabbage Patch Bar. Oh. This would have been for Vicky. I think she was going to Bike Week, like early two thousands. So okay, she was. It was, it like was right still going on. Yeah, yeah. So I'll ask her. Yeah, Vicky. <clears throat> she used to go down with a couple of friends and just peep. She would call me and she said, "This is the best people watching, Erica." <laughs> <laughs> she just she was watching the uh, coleslaw fights. So mm-hmm. She just didn't tell you. Vicky's uh, got some secrets, apparently. Apparently, does Vicky have tattoos? No. Okay. No, and she's very angry about mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was not happy when Erica got tattoos. Oh, she hangs out with people with with mm-hmm. tattoos. Erica, you know you see people with just body paint on at this these events, walking around with just body paint on. That's what she would say. <laughs> they paint their bodies and walk around naked. But she went more than once. Uh-huh. Oh, so she enjoyed us. She really enjoyed us. Oh, yeah. The people watching, Erica. <laughs> we got to ask her about the we, Cabbage Patch wrestling. We do. I, yeah. I, I definitely have to have a call. Next time I see uh, Vicky. It's, yeah. Uh, We're going to ask her. Yep. Well, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? Let us know. Send an email to that's news to me too at gmail.com. That's news number two, me number two at gmail.com. I love this podcast. <laughs> Pasta cast. Pasta cast. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit City. <laughs> Detroit rocks. <laughs> uh, peace. Every word do teach, cause it's news to me. You got news to me. News to me. Erica and Mookie in news to me. You can't say this not catchy. It is catchy. It is. I'ma give them that. Dang, I need to start listening to that. Just a tip. <laughs>